0: Mom, where are my cleats? Dad, are you gonna be able to come to my play? <sighs> he forgot his lunch today. I have a science project due tomorrow. Hey, mom,
1: can I have some friends what over? What time does the game start? Can we please? Am I driving or are you driving? She
0: has a performance The laundry that night. is out of control. Where is
1: his jersey? Welcome to the Victory Couch Podcast with Rick and Julie Randall.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Victory Couch. My name is Julie Rando.
1: And I am Rick Rando. And we
0: have made it to the end of the day. Here we are.
1: Here we are on the couch, Julie. Let's do this.
0: Victory Couch it up.
1: Yeah, I'm ready. I'm excited. You want to know why?
0: Why do you feel excitement?
1: Because we are at episode 20, which means (gasps) we can break out... On the 10s. On the (laughs) 10s.
0: Guys, if you haven't been with us for a while or if you forgot about it, every 10 episodes we started a little tradition called On the 10s. So we get to give 10 total things, five this or that's back and forth, and you have to rapid fire answer. So... You okay if I start, Richard?
1: Yes, I'm ready. So you're going to give me five. I'm going to give you five. That equals ten. That's why it's called, ready? Wait for it, in my favorite game show voice, On the Tens. Right? Sure. yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Ready? I am ready. Sweet tea or lemonade? Sweet tea. Action or comedy? Action. Gold or silver? Silver. Would you rather shovel snow or rake leaves? Shovel snow. Rachel or Monica?
1: Mm, Quick, Monica.
0: You shifted. I saw your mouth.
1: Ah, I don't know. Rachel's like underrated with her comedic mm-hmm. timing, mm-hmm. but Monica, in her cleaning and her obsessiveness, I think I'm more like her. So I'm gonna go Monica. Okay. Because everybody picks Rachel. Do they? Come on. Yes, everybody picks Rachel. I think Phoebe. You should have went Phoebe mm. on the way. Well, I did not. Okay. All right. On the All tens, what are mine? Are there any that surprised you other than the last one? You said sweet
0: tea. All right, let me repeat. You yeah. said sweet tea. Yes. I was concentrating so hard to make sure I could go fast. Sweet tea. You said action. Mm-hmm. You said shovel snow.
1: Yes. Shovel snow. And
0: You said silver instead of gold.
1: I don't. I don't really own a lot of jewelry. So
0: yeah. Well. Okay. I like and silver
1: then because you like silver.
0: Yeah. So. No, I guess not really. I wasn't sure on shovel snow or rake leaves because I think you don't like to do either, which who likes to do either?
1: I I, you know, there's something here's the thing about that is you 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 got like the lawn care thing, right? Making the lines. No, you gotta get deep on this. Is if you're shoveling snow, there was a snowstorm. Snowstorms are usually linked back to unexpected days off. Unexpected victories or instant carrots. Nice. That's where I'm going with. Okay. We'll Boom. take it.
0: All right. What am I on the 10s today? Okay. What do you got?
1: You ready? All right. Here we go. I'm
0: going to close my eyes so I can... Just... <laughs> All right. Go ahead.
1: Take out or dine in? Take out. Board games or card games? Board games. Cupcakes or donuts?
0: Ooh. Donuts.
1: Bar soap or shower gel? Shower gel. Carpet or hardwoods? Hardwoods. Done.
0: Hmm. Anything surprise you? Um... Not really. <laughs> I could have I could have gone cupcakes. I was struggling with that. But sometimes you get a dry cupcake. Yeah, and ugh,
1: it ruins. Gross. But you could get a dry donut, too.
0: Yeah, I don't shop at those places. Yeah. I go for local bakeries. We yeah. We have some really good local bakeries do. in our area.
1: Any shout-outs? Yeah, why not? Do um, it. Do it.
0: M&M's in downtown Cumberland. Lorenzo's. Or Lorenzo's in Frostburg. Yes. Okay, because you grew up in Frostburg, you're going to say Lorenzo's. I... Didn't grow up... Well, I guess we had a bakery we sometimes went to, but my mom decorated cakes, so we didn't really go to a bakery. So, I'm kind of new to the going to a local bakery and something beyond just a chain like Dunkin'. Um, so, yeah, I actually have really enjoyed m ms because it's closer to my work. Yes. And sometimes I get There's them a lot for of good bakeries people. out there. I, I yeah. think...
1: Anytime you can support someone who puts their heart and oh, soul into the product a they local make, local
0: bakery, yum, yes. yum, 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 yum. We are Do for it. the local bakers. Do it, Do it. You, and you know what? I get there before work at like you know when I pick up donuts. Occasionally, it's like seven twenty ish, I guess, and they've been there for hours. You know what I mean? Yes. They've been there for hours. They're like, what are you doing? you think you're tired? No, 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 honey. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it cracks me up. You
1: remember that commercial on television for Dunkin' Donuts? The guy would get up and say, time to make the donuts. Mm, I do just remember, remember
0: the plane, the plane. I just remember that one. What? They did the the, the guy. Okay, I'm going to Google it. You're
1: thinking now. Fantasy Island when yeah, they but say didn't the, they plane, do, the plane, the okay,
0: plane. Yeah, but I swear they did like a Dunkin' Donuts commercial for that. Okay, if this is wrong, this is where you edit it out. <laughs> And if it is not wrong, you leave it in. I swear it was a Dunkin' commercial. I swear, swear, swear. Okay. I swear. All right. Richard David, why don't you tell me what's going on this week and some things that you want to get into, okay? (laughs) (laughs) What are you dying laughing about? I'm telling you, it was a thing, and I'm pretty sure it was (laughs) Dunkin' Donuts. All right. Go ahead.
1: (laughs) Well, how am I supposed to? I'm supposed to ask you questions. You're over there Googling I'm something. Good.
0: I'm going to find it, though, because that's in my soul at this very moment. And yes, I do have my phone with me tonight because I had to um, take my notes on my phone
1: for today's well, Listen, episode, I got so. some deep questions here that's going to require I, you to put down technology. Wife is
0: such a good multitasker. Go for it. Go for it. For real. Go ahead.
1: Okay. What's the most underrated quality of a leader? That's my question number one Ooh, the as most she texts away. Un- all and right. start searching for the plan. All right. Deplain now, guys, the Donuts. the
0: commercial came out in 1992. I will link it in our show notes. And when my husband sees it, he's going to be like, "Oh my gosh, I do remember that." So Julie hasn't completely lost her mind, and my memory. So I'm keeping all this while in. getting rusty. Served me well today.
1: Okay, Julie. Well, I guess I guess you you're right. I guess um, I do not remember that. And I guess I'll just have to wait for the show notes. There you go. So my first question is a little deep. In your opinion, what is the most underrated quality of a good leader?
0: My gut reaction is honesty.
1: Hmm.
0: I think a lot of people do lead with deception. Um, Not in a they're trying to be... Uh, undermining or anything like that. I think it's just become second nature sometimes to some individuals to, to lead a team by telling little teeny fibs and that adds up over
1: time and... Or not being genuine.
0: Not being genuine, that's just the same, you know, honestly. If you're not transparent, if you're not real with your crew... I mean, okay, we've all... Well, those who have led a group or led in some capacity... There are certain things that you don't need to be fully transparent about with different levels based on what type of information needs to go to a certain tier, if you will. You know, you're you know, if you're in, let's say, um, in an organizational structure where VPs need to know a certain amount of clearance, if you will, those who, you, you, you follow me there. Yes. I'm not saying that what I'm saying is flat out not being um, truthful. Or disclosing information um, that is necessary to share. So honesty hits me up front. That's probably the first thing I can think that would be um, underrated.
1: No that's good because yeah. I think the other thing too is that admitting your shortcomings is also a way to be honest because you're almost being vulnerable. You know you don't want to be weak right but also I think sometimes like, our, our, just think of our kids, for example. Mm-hmm. So when we say, you know, look, mommy and daddy, we've made this same mistake too, Yeah, um, is, is being very honest, maybe not necessarily sharing all of the details of the mistake, um, but saying, listen, we know what you're going through because, you know, we've been there, done that kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I think that's extremely powerful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think just putting it out there. I mean, so many people are like, well... Um you know well we're going to do this and you're like well you know well why i mean i'm i i'm a questioner i'm like you know why am i going to if and and i think the reason that oftentimes one would question their someone's leadership is if they're not all in you know you you can feel it right you yeah. can feel if you don't want to follow someone and i think if you are completely honest and even if you're not sure you know i, I had a moment um recently where i was like Uh, i'm trying to be cautious of of how much uh, i'm able to share but you know it was basically like okay here's a problem that's going on and it's a consistent problem and i flat out said like look i hear you i'm experiencing the same i'm kind of taking this issue the exact same way but here's what i know the the idea is still really good there's merit in what we're doing and i get it it's not perfect and we're going to keep working on it. And I'm with you. There's been some bad times with this or that or whatever. And I think just acknowledging it as someone who's kind of steering the ship in a leadership role. And you just say, look, I get it. I, I feel you. I man, I had the same feeling the other day. I'm so glad you shared that with me. You know, let's try to let's try to keep working it out. You know, I know it's not perfect yet. And we're gonna have some trial and error. But yeah, I, I feel the same way. You know, thank you for sharing that. Let me tell you what I had the other day it was very similar and. You know, I saw a posture of I just actually had this today, a posture of kind of a tense, like, oh, I'm so frustrated. And, you know, kind of this idea isn't exactly stacking up perfectly. And I had to be like, yeah, you're right. It's not. But there's there's a reason for the mission and, you know, just kind of refocusing. And I could see like the tension in the shoulders release. Right. Mm. So I think sometimes when leadership, whether it's it's mine or it's whether somebody I. Um, work alongside of, or report to, or whatever it might be, past or present. I think if someone just is very real and honest with you, yeah, geez, I want to follow that person because they weren't afraid to just share and to say, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really, I mean, nobody knows everything.
1: Yeah, nobody does. Nobody
0: does. So yeah, I, I would say honesty.
1: Hmm. Yeah. How about you? I am going to say patience. <laughs> I think as a leader patience and grace probably go hand in hand because I work with a lot of young people and also people that are new in developing them as a leader um both by age and by experience and patience has served me very well over time because mm. well you know being patient is it's necessary <laughs>
0: Well, you're tested a lot. So yeah, that, I mean, you have to have really, you, you have great patience.
1: Well, (laughs) it's not, it's not about me as a leader. I'm just saying like Mm -hmm. some of the best leaders that I've followed are, were very patient and also showed, showed me a lot of grace because when you make a mistake, when you are not at your best, when you just simply drop the ball, you know, being able to pour into somebody when they still had the effort, but just not the results, I think is a huge, that's a huge blessing to have a leader like that. Patience is super important. And you know, there's this quote that I sort of live by, it's always value the errors of enthusiasm over the complacency of talent. And I really like that quote, um, because it just reminds us us humans as leaders that if you have somebody that is just trying and they want to get better and they're still making mistakes, that's different than somebody that's just really good and lazy.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: Complacency of talent.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: They, they have it. And we've all been on sports teams where we've seen that, where we have the, the, the kid that, you know, they just get it. They're just a faster dribbler. They just, you know, always seem to hit the ball. They, they don't have to practice, you know um you know their penalty kicks you know and they just they're just always good and you get to a point where they feel almost like entitled to their talent instead of blessed by it Mm. and i think having patience with somebody that's trying yet making errors um is essential
0: yeah that's good i like that yeah yeah good stuff yeah man leadership on the brain leadership i don't think it leaves there does it
1: not in my world, no, it doesn't.
0: it stays there all the time. I got one for you, Richard.
1: You have a question for me?
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Okay, bring it.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with a parenting
1: question. Oh, man, okay? we haven't had one of those in a while.
0: Well, here we go. I'm going to ask you from what you know now. So mm-hmm. we have a uh, preteen <laughs> and a late elementary schooler. Okay. Mm-hmm. What advice, knowing what you know now, What advice might you give to parents of toddlers and preschoolers? So we're speaking to the parents who are just a bracket bracket down from where we're at. Because we we have friends who have kids who are 10 years older than our kids and 5 years older. And, you know, I think sometimes when they were watching us, they probably wanted to say some things and didn't. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? And uh, for those who... Our parenting a preschooler or a toddler we're gonna just kind of tell you what's on our minds so wow. okay yeah, what advice do you have
1: okay well simply very simply little people little problems big people big problems so my purse my first piece of advice would be is this too shall pass so having problems with diapers You're having trouble with, you know, rashes in weird places, with not sleeping, with uh, potty training, with temper tantrums. This, too, shall pass. Mm -hmm. And relative to hormones, relative to teaching someone how to drive, relative to moving out and you being lonely, this is a small problem that eventually will grow as they grow. Right? So little people, little problems. So that's my, my first piece of advice. Number two, cherish the heck out of this, okay, because the little smiles, the way they say certain words, the funny phrases they have, the way they climb up and snuggle in your arms and you can still wrap both arms around them and they're not real bony and fidgety, (laughs) you know, that is certainly a blessing and certainly will be missed once they get old and are wearing deodorant or maybe not wearing deodorant. All right, so that would be my tip number two. Tip number three is try to find ways to make it special and or to keep it fun. And I just remember taking both of my kids. I was I won't say a stay at home dad, but I was responsible for both of our kids until they went to preschool and Julie was working during the day. I primarily work from one o'clock on. um, And yes, I would have to take my both of my kids or both of our kids to Um, the studio to do some work and sometimes I I remember taking my son at four to a school an elementary school presentation and he sat with the kindergarten class even though he wasn't a kindergartner yet and he sat there completely mesmerized and I was like listen we have no options you have to come with me I told the school I'm like listen this is just what it is everybody's tapped out grandma's sick you know the other grandma's out of town you know are we don't you know, our, our daycare provider couldn't come. I mean, like, this is it. He's here. This is, what it is and I And I just remember, you know, trying to make it fun, saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, obviously laying out the expectations. But as soon as we're done, let's go for ice cream. Like, you were great. You were fantastic. You listened the whole time. So just making it fun, whether it's going out to, to dinner um, or lunch uh, in, in whatever case it is. And then also playing. I remember we send little funny videos to you about us dancing or if we were playing with play-doh um and doing special funny voices on the phone i remember when we were when lawson was little i would do that for you so just making it making it fun to make the memories i think is important Mm -hmm. i can keep going but um i don't know like i'd say like enjoy the clothes they wear because they won't be in them long and they're so cool some these little kids have such cool clothes you know and I like think rain that was
0: jackets fine. and rain Yeah,
1: boots and like oversized stuff. sunglasses and, you know, spiky hair and, you know, just, I don't know. You want to go back and freeze time, but you obviously can't. But sometimes you just like to go back and hear the lisp or hear the um, the creative songs or something like that. So I say if you're a parent, you don't even know that you're going through pretty much the Mm-mm. best time of your kid's life or a season that you're really going to enjoy later on because you're just trying to make it to bedtime. But if you can somehow slow that down or at least videotape it, that way you can relive it later on. That would be sort of my final tip. So I've, I've rambled for a little bit. So Jules, what do you think?
0: Oh, that's so good. I loved it. Um, Mine's are mine. Compliments yours a little bit. Um, I was going to say voice record your kids.
1: Yeah, that's fun.
0: There's something really, I mean, This is kind of ironic because we're on a podcast, but there's something to me very special and um, simplistic about hearing your kid speak at a different age. Um, You mentioned like a lisp or a certain way they would say things like the day that I have to tell Dylan that it's not for examples, but it's for example, like she says it with an S. I can't bring myself for her to like, it's like, I feel like it's the last little kid thing that she does. That's mm. just so sweet. So, I would say, um, you know, my advice it sounds simple, but capture the moments even when you're tired. And, you know, if you don't want to turn your phone on and record and, hey, oh, do it again. Mm-mm. I hate that because it's pre prompted. Don't do that. Don't be like, hey, hey, go ahead and say this. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope, don't do that. If you're a parent, please stop doing that. You want to teach your kid authenticity. And what you're teaching them is here is what is cute or here is what grandma's going to like or here's what don't do that hit record on your voice memo and just let your kid be their kid, be the kid that they are. So yeah, voice memo. When I would drive, I have old, I mean, I had an old phone. I mean, this is before smartphones and I did have a voice recorder thing and law was two years old, I think. And he and I were driving out in the rain to Deep Creek Lake, which is about 40, 45 minutes from us in Western Maryland. And he was like, he was like, mama, we're going to go to the Burger King. You <laughs> know, like, What do you want there, buddy? And he's like, I want to get one of the fries. And like, you know, it's just so cute to hear his little voice. And I was like, oh, my heart could just melt. Can we go down the slides? And, you know, their little play place or whatever. But yeah, it's just, yeah. Do that. Just keep the authenticity with your kid. Don't force it. Record them as they are. I'm going to say that for sure. Um, Another piece of advice that I would say is take your children to a bookstore or the library and really at that age, at two, three, four, if you haven't done it yet, instill the love of books and reading in those children. Because guys, they are growing up in an era where a smartphone or a tablet They see more than human interaction and it is sad and it frustrates me and it is beautiful to see a child carry around their favorite book and the memories that are invoked from, you know, Law pulling the book off the shelf like Adam Rubin, one of our favorite child, you know, child authors and reading those darn squirrels again or Dragons Love Tacos, you know, some of his favorites. Or, you know, D grabbing some old ones off the shelf and being like, oh, my gosh, I read this when I was so little, you know, and for her, my gosh, it's a wide variety. But, you know, it could be a, something as simple as, you know, The Very Hungry Caterpillar with Eric Carle or um, gosh, she's loved pretty much a lot of things. But, you know, guys, I mean, just take your kid to the library, take him to the community library. If you don't want to go to a bookstore, just. Just keep it simple, you know, keep it really simple. Let them pick out things that they love and you'll see something spark in those sweet little brains that you just can't get back. So those are my two things. Voice memo them and take them to a bookstore or a library and let them pick. Even if it's, you know, if you're at a bookstore and you're like, hey, I don't have a lot of money today. Just be like, hey, let's go look at the golden books. You can get a golden book for five dollars or less. And there's are some of my favorites. Go over to the Little Golden Books. Let them pick out one of their favorites. Say, anyone with a gold buy? You can pick that out. You know, whatever it is, guys, just, um, man, cherish it.
1: It's well, if you times. go to the library, you don't really even need to buy the book. Exactly. I mean, you but can read it in there. I don't know
0: where everyone lives, so I just, I'm not sure what you're close to. But, yeah, you should have a public library, obviously, if yeah. you're at least in the States. I don't know where everyone else is at, paper. Yeah. You know, what they have in their system. Well, so, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I was trying to think of our international friends on that one. And we have
1: a lot yeah. of international friends.
0: We do. You know, we just had some new listeners from New Zealand recently.
1: Yeah. yeah we
0: New Zealand. And I think uh, as far as the states, welcome Maine and Kentucky, our newest states. Yes. In the U.S. You know what else? Yeah,
1: when you're when you're voice memoing your child and you don't know what to say, mm-hmm. just like interview them. Yeah. Because we, we used to do oh, that yeah, a lot. a lot. And just say, "What's your favorite color?" Yeah. When you grow up, what do you want to be? You can say, Who "What's your favorite better? food?" Now, yeah. you know, like things like that. And you don't have to tell them you're even recording. Mm-hmm. I think it it'll, it kind of ruins it if mm-hmm. you do because mm-hmm. they'll want to say they'll want to see your phone while you're doing it. Just hit record, put it upside down, yep. and just start asking them questions. And the car is the perfect place to do that. Sure is. Because what else you gonna do what in else the car? Do. You know, don't. Give them a video game. Give them some memories that they'll have later That's on. Right, right.
0: And ones that you can hang on to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's mine. I like that. Yeah. All right. What do you have? So I'm gonna stay with some deep, some deep, oh, wow. another deep question right. today. I'll try. Okay. Ready? All right. In your opinion. Yes. As somebody that probably uh, has done both, or uh, in in your life has done both in your life, what is the difference between getting to go to work? And having to go to work.
0: It's the same thing as getting to take your kid to soccer practice and having to take your kid to soccer practice. It's uh, an opportunity, it's a gift, it's a blessing. It was given to you. Um, Many would say, What what, what do you mean the job was given to you? I'm sure you earned it. Most jobs, you, you earn your spot. But it's, um, you know, it's like the whole principle of you have dishes in your sink. Man, I have to do the dishes. I have a beautiful friend in the state of Michigan who I remember being in her house. And she said, well, um, you know, a sink full of dishes means that I have all these healthy children in my life. And I get to do the dishes and I get to serve them in that way. And like I almost fell over. It's that same principle, right? You know? Yeah. So getting to go to work means that. You live in a country that allows, uh, I'll speak from a female's perspective, you live in a country that allows you to make, hopefully, a a fair wage where you can provide for your family or yourself in some capacity that you can contribute to society. You get to do that. You have the opportunity to do that. I have to go to work is whiny, whiny. I have to go and do it. I say both of these things, <laughs> depending on the day, depending on where my spirit's at, depending on what's going on at work. Um, you know, and I guess it depends what job you have and what season you're in. We all want a job where we get to go. We all want to have that, that mentality. We all want to have that, that spark in us, right? We all want that, but that is the difference, you know, that's, that's the difference. Is that kind of what you're looking for?
1: Yeah, I I think so. I'm going to add on to that. Okay. okay? Because in my little dragons class that I teach, um, we talk about basically that, that when you're young, you need to solidify good habits, discipline, good character. So later, so you're going to, you're going to start to grow. And when you grow, you're going to start to, you know, expand your brain and also expand your options, right? So when you are older, you will get to go to work instead of have to go to work. And the difference is that if you have a job that you love in a career that you're passionate about in a field that you feel like you're serving others, you get to go to work. Therefore, it makes you happy. It's as opposed to, I should say, as opposed to having to go to work where you don't have a lot of choices. Like you have to go and you got to get it done because you need the free health care. You got to go because, you know, I, I, I've, I've, I have limited resources or maybe you have a troubled past and this is the job. This is the only employer that would hire you. And I got to go. And there's nothing I can do about our situation right now. Maybe you don't have a car and you have to go ahead and and find a, a place to work, you know, really close to your house. You know, I guess my thing is always getting to go to work is a gift and having to go to work can be a burden. We've all done things that we had to do to get to the point where we could get to do. And I think if we put our have-tos before our get-tos, obviously I think that, you know, life's going to be a little bit better. But I also think it has to do with circumstances and choices that you make, especially when you're, I won't even say younger, just more inexperienced, you know. So I remember reading this story one time about Puff Daddy, and he would go in the middle of the night, and he would run errands at, um, you know, uh, recording uh, recording studios, and he would run and get coffee, and he would do this, and he would do that. Just so he would have the opportunity to go in in the middle of the night and have some studio time and meet people and interact with people and see how the business worked. And he did all of that in New York City for free. Nobody paid him anything. So he had to do that. So then now he gets to do pretty much whatever he wants because he's made it with either his influence or you know made enough money or made enough um of a difference where, you know, he has opportunity where he didn't have that before. So he put his have to's before before his get twos. So I guess in life, I guess I would just say if you're out there and you're having to go to work, how quickly can you pivot either mentally, like Julie said, and look at it as a blessing. Well, hey, I have a job, so that's a good thing. Um or and or pivot to, you know what, I just this I'm just not feeling this. This is not why God put me here, and I feel like I was made for something more, you know, built for something something more.
0: Okay, I guess it's over to me now. So my second question of the night for you is: if your schedule, because we've talked about early on how it's it's been full, very full schedules, but <laughs> if your schedule magically with a magic wand. Yes. Magically cleared itself for an entire weekend.
1: Ooh, well, I like where you're going here. Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. Okay.
0: That is a weekend in my book. Okay. How would you spend your time? Okay. You have nothing to do. Do we have have kids? It's your magical weekend.
1: Magical weekend? What
0: are you doing with a schedule that clears itself?
1: So... Can, so it's not a snowstorm, right? We can leave the house. We can do whatever we want. Yeah,
0: you, I mean, within reason. I'm not saying you have a genie and like you have infinite resources as far as finances are concerned. Okay. But it's like it's our lives now. Okay. okay? Our
1: lives right now. Yeah, right now. It's and we're in fall.
0: <laughs> yeah. So fall. What, what are you doing with the free weekend?
1: Ooh. Okay. Free weekend. Yeah. All right. Friday night. Boom. I got it. I'm ready. Friday night. We start with dinner with friends. That's right. Kids, sorry, you're not coming. Dinner with friends of people that we like. Conversation that is good and thought-provoking, okay? With a dessert that we can share, but we don't because we don't share desserts. Then, then, we have a luxurious overnight somewhere where we can have nice bathrobes at some point and sleep in. Sorry, kids, not coming then we come back to the house on saturday after a wonderful lunch maybe a brunch where julie can get some breakfast and places where i can get some sandwiches and then come back take a long walk as the leaves fall down upon us smelling all of the smells in fall yes we are still in fall we go back to our kids and then we go to a field of some capacity where Dylan will ride her bike, yes, without training wheels, <laughs> and our son will score some sort of goal or basket or a home run of some capacity something to make him
0: where he feels happy, yeah.
1: So he can do that, okay? Then I'm going to the wood shop, that's right, and I'm going to build something or make something or paint something or destroy something right out there with power tools, And then I think dinner, where I'm having a steak, definitely medium well, seasoned potatoes, and amazing bread then we're going to go see a movie i don't know probably an action flick maybe a little bit of romantic comedy in there kind of built in somehow i don't know what but something makes julie happy something where i can be on the edge of my seat to make me happy then we are going to have a bonfire that's right with our kids because guess what season it is oh yeah it's fall then we're going to spend the night okay probably telling scary stories um to our kids which they're going to love. Then we're going to wake up. We're going to go to church. Yes, we are on our day off. We are going to go to church. Then we're going to come back. We're going to sit on this couch. We're going to get some pizza, and we're going to watch the Washington Commanders beat the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) That's right. We're going to watch it. It's going to be a close game, but we're going to pull it out because (laughs) it's a fictitious day. (laughs) Then we're going to probably go to my mom's and have dinner. We're going to enjoy some ham, and uh, life's going to be good. (laughs) what perfect okay. weekend okay in the in that's in in our life right now okay okay yeah. in fictitious land we're going to Disney World who's, we're gonna go to Disney who's World.
0: on your Disney trip the four of us we have to oh you want all of us
1: well you don't have to go I <laughs> mean <laughs> whatever another I episode mean, for another day I Richard. would say I would say yeah I would say that all four of us would okay. have to go
0: all right Which, I mean have your, to
1: versus get to, get to. to.
0: uh-huh I see where you are right now. It's your way. Okay, no, I'm, you, you had me early up to probably about bathrobes and brunch. Here's the difference between you and I in this easy, easy, classic question of you magically have free time. What are you going to do for a weekend to all my friends on the Enneagram who are Enneagram threes? Do you think he could have squeezed any more into his <laughs> two and a half days? Oh my gosh. I got tired listening. I'm like, are you kidding me? He get didn't, he I didn't, I you a steak on Saturday night. What's wrong sleeping with that? In. There were too many sleeping people. Sleeping
1: in. I did say sleeping in okay. on Friday night.
0: There are too many people in that weekend. I love you. <laughs> way too many people. There's too many There's people. too many people.
1: Including in our, on our weekend. There's
0: way too many people. I need like, like well, listen just you maybe the kids and that's plenty of people okay all right okay, well here's the so deal that, again, this that's again this, this is a two-way this
1: is a two-way question so right. all right i'm gonna put it over to the right side of the Well, couch. i do have to answer Wally, i'm gonna take it over to you What's your perfect weekend?
0: That's what I was actually getting. Go for it. So my weekend would would be, you know, I mirror some of those thoughts. I like good food. I like not having to do the dishes. Mm -hmm. I enjoy time with our kids when they're not picking on each other. I enjoy you just being you. And my weekend would be like Friday night. I would go to the movies with you. Okay. Okay, we would have popcorn with, well, we would have separate bags, of course. So you could have yours with like, however you want it, you know, no extra butter and no butter, limited whatever. salt. Yeah. Okay. I would indulge in mine and just get a small <laughs> size. I don't need a big one, but just a small size, extra butter, cherry Coke. Um, I, I'm going all out if I'm doing that. And maybe like a small pack of peanut butter M&Ms. That would be awesome. <laughs> Um, you know, and, and I don't need dinner, just that, just that, and a movie that would be my dinner, that would be great. Then I would sleep in, still be in our comfortable house, in our comfortable bed. Um, our kids, they're at somebody else's house, they're just somebody else's house, sure. So we wake up to a quiet house, we sleep as long as we want. In adult time, we have just, you know, the morning. We go to, well, I guess we don't go to breakfast. I make breakfast for myself, my favorite home breakfast, which is toast with strawberry jam, scrambled eggs with Old Bay, and maybe a piece, just like one piece of bacon. I don't love bacon, but just like that and a coffee. Um, and then I don't really do anything. I just I just lounge around and watch Old movies, like while you were sleeping, and maybe like a Gilmore Girls marathon. And what
1: am I doing during this part? Whatever you want. Because I haven't eaten yet. Because you made breakfast. Well, you're not going to want to eat. Oh.
0: Just go, go do, go. I'm allowed
1: to do something You're else. You're going to want
0: to go for a run or do,
1: <laughs> do something ambitious. like I'm out in the shop at this yeah, point. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: go for a run.
1: Yes, Go get yourself
0: some Chick-fil-A and then go out to the so shop. So on,
1: on the perfect weekend for the majority of the time, I'm gone. Okay, I'm hearing you. You
0: were with me the night before and in yeah. the morning for a little bit.
1: That's all we need. Keep yeah, going. Yeah, that's
0: plenty. And then <laughs> I would like to see my kids at some point. Like, <laughs> maybe, oh, you know what would be fun if we all went... You don't really love swimming, but you're in this in this <laughs> scenario. You would in, you would humor me. Oh, there'd be a hot tub for you. There you there go. There you go. Hot tub. So we'd go to like an indoor pool mm-hmm. with a hot tub, and there wouldn't be a lot of people around. No. It'd be like a really quiet weekend. <laughs> it's <a> quiet indoor <laughs> with a pool. With quiet indoor pool. In fact, we would be the only ones there. I like that because I don't know some reason we'd be the only ones. Um, am I showing my introverted side a little bit? Um... Yeah, I. That's really all I want to do. And then I, all the kids go to bed early. <laughs> Sleep is important to me. And then, I mean, we'll eat meals throughout the day. I'm not too worried about that. I do like to cook. Maybe I cook on Saturday night. That would be good. This is
1: your question. How do you yeah. not know what yeah. you're doing well, here?
0: Well, I'm thinking it. I didn't write this down. <laughs> I, okay. I didn't. I'm going. I'm going just as free. You're going rogue. You, I got yeah. you. And then, um, Which is
1: what you, on your side of the couch, would have done. You're like, eh, you yeah. just kind of go d- with what feels right. I don't have that written down. Me, I have a list of what we're doing didn't, on I my I not have that written down. I mean, I weekend. have
0: an idea, but I didn't jot it all down. And then Sunday morning, I'm going to make homemade donuts because the kids love when I make homemade
1: donuts. But they're at somebody's house, remember?
0: Not on this day. They were oh. the night before. Oh, okay. They're back with us
1: Saturday night. They came back?
0: Yeah. We have dinner at the dining room table. Um, I make... Donuts in the morning. Church service got bumped up late. They they, <laughs> they 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 made it later that day. It's
1: it's a one o'clock service. Yeah,
0: we went for uh we went for a later service. Let's say there was a late service, and uh, it was mostly praise music that day for there my you perfect go. weekend. There mostly you go. short sermon. Love you pastors, but short sermon. Um, lots of great praise music. Maybe like Lauren Daigle had a special appearance at our church. And Toby wow. Mack rolled in. Wow. See? Think big, honey. It's the perfect weekend. Um, And then, I don't know. I, I think that's really all I need. Just go back to the house after and chill. I don't want to be anywhere after that. Yeah. I'm
1: tired. I'm with you. I'm
0: tired from all the resting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're tired from all the resting? <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. That's the quote right there. That's the quote <laughs> of the episode. I'm tired from all the resting.
0: Yeah. That sounds good just like you and the kids and some good oh, food uh, am I back and some now? music
1: cuz i was away there for a little just while just a
0: little bit on saturday you don't want to sit around and watch gilmore girls
1: do you know on my weekend you were with me the whole time on your weekend you 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 were okay you 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 left me go you're like he's okay. too busy for we've me we've
0: been together for a very long time <laughs> i'm a better me when i have time by myself i recharge yes. By myself, I do not recharge when other people are there. That sucks the life out of me.
1: You're like that, yeah.
0: Even if I love you. If I love you, you could be a great family member, a best friend. But, you know, my girls, you get this. Jennifer, you hear this. You know what I'm talking about, girl. (laughs) We're done with people. We are done. It doesn't mean you love anyone any less. It's just you're just done with people. I recharge when I'm by myself. Those of you out there who understand where I'm coming from. Just saying amen. You know what I'm talking about. It's all good. So yeah. there you I'm go. I'm not judging. On not my judging. weekend. It is your weekend. I it, have whatever.
1: You can craft it any way that you want.
0: Yeah. And there's probably some other things I would enjoy. But, you know, that's, I. as always, I'm just speaking off the top of my head. That's what I have. All right. All so right.
1: question. Yes. What's your couch crumb this week?
0: <sighs> do you really want to know? I really do. All right. Well, I have, uh, I think I'll just give you one. How about that? We haven't had a date night in a while.
1: We haven't, have we?
0: Yeah, it's no one's. F- it's not like either of our fault. It's just the season we're in.
1: Well, I've tried.
0: Yeah, you. I've don't tried multiple
1: that. times, and it just our go tos are not available.
0: And our kids' schedules are crazy busy right now.
1: Well, it, it's I mean, not. It's not the right time to break somebody new in into our fold. So yeah, no, we're at the discretion of the people that kids are comfortable with and who we're comfortable with that's right as well yeah so we'll get there
0: we'll get there yeah this is temporary i mean before the end of the month we have things scheduled but i'm just saying for right now that's a couch crumb i miss going out to dinner with you richard
1: are you sure am i allowed to come (laughs) on your dinner
0: hey i I was just being me okay i understand there's no
1: right or wrong answers here on the victory couch i know I'm just glad I'm in the scenario in real life all where right. I can come and hang out with Fair
0: you. Fair enough. What's your couch?
1: <laughs> well, I recently had a martial art friend of mine in to do some seminars from Denver, Colorado. Right. So uh, good stuff there. Ten-time um, world champion. I mean, this guy's... Do you want to give him a shout? Yeah. Master Kevin Kowalsik. He's fantastic from um, Revolution Martial Arts. I'll give him all a,
0: a tag in the show notes. Hey, if you, can you guys to check him out?
1: Yeah. Kevin's great. Uh, He just fought in the Karate Combat League not too long ago, a second fight, actually. Kevin is a, um, you know, he's he's a professional fighter. He's an extreme martial artist. I mean, flips, tricking, the whole deal. Knows pretty much every weapon known to man. And he's been in the martial arts 33 years, I believe, 32 years. And I, I flew him out, and he did some seminars for me. Um, or for the for studio, the I should say, mm-hmm. for the students. And uh, it was awesome. Absolutely fantastic. The only thing is my couch crumb is the weekend went by so fast. It was so quick. Yeah, I just picked them well. up in Baltimore on Friday. I was dropping them off um, on Sunday mm-hmm. uh, afternoon, and it just it just flew by. And I felt like I didn't get enough time with my, uh, with my good friend, Master K. Yeah. So that's my couch crumb.
0: Yeah. It's funny the people that you've met from the super show like over the years, you know, yeah, yeah, you you've made like some lasting martial arts industry friends from from that, so yeah, but yeah, you, how about that
1: yeah, from all over the world, yeah, and cool. uh you know, I just tested for my brown belt not too long ago, uh through Grandmaster Anthony Hockley, I've talked about him before, yeah. so that's that that's a proper, prop your feet up it's it's not um oh, but you it's know i I add on. Yeah, but, you know, what you were saying with. with, um,
0: Yeah, just meeting. You've met all kinds of different people.
1: Yeah. It's, and they've met you. So, yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So I'll, I'll st- I, what I mean is it's marsh as martial artists, as professional martial artists, especially people that have been around for a long time, right. there's not many.
0: Mm. No, that's true. Our
1: industry turnover rate is 30%, which basically means that 30% of all martial arts studios close every year. So when you meet somebody that's been in the industry for 20 plus years, that's rare. 30 plus years, it's almost unheard of because yeah. that person is either retired right, or passed on. Yeah, It just, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. What about you? What's your prop your feet up moment of the week?
0: My prop your feet up is one of my best friends was passing through town to go to... Oddly, I was talking about Deep Creek Lake earlier, so I'll just shout it again. She was visiting Deep Creek Lake, which is a resort lake area here in Western Maryland. And um, she lives downstate from where I grew up. And, you know, I have had plenty of friends or like, you know, acquaintances that you'll see him on Instagram or Facebook. And you're like, oh, man, they were at Deep Creek. Like and I always pause like, "Okay, you had to drive through the town I live in to get there. And I have moments where I'm like, oh man, even, okay, I'm not asking anyone to stop off and like, I get it when you're traveling, I get it. But you know, you can even just say, hey, I'm passing through, I'm passing through the area. I would like, you know, have your favorite Starbucks drink ready. Listen,
1: we do have a Chick-fil-A here.
0: We do. We have Starbucks too now, actually. But you know, whatever it is, I don't care what your vice is. I'll have it ready. At whatever exit, you know, if you're a Mountain Dew or whatever keeps you going while you're driving. I don't care what it is. No judgment here. I'll have it ready. Caffeine, no caffeine, healthy, not healthy, whatever. You want a bag of, you know, plain M&Ms and I'll break down your ratio of what you like for chocolate. I'll do whatever. (laughs) Whatever your thing is, guys. If you know me, you know, I'll do that for you. I'm happy too. But you know, the friends are the most real close circle friends when you know they are traveling with a preschooler and it's a long drive with a preschooler right and and you just want to get there you just want to get there and one of my best friends and her husband and their little boy on their trip they made us a a a stop and not only did they make us a stop they were here for two hours
1: yeah that's pretty cool i mean
0: who does that good friends do really really best friends do that so Mm -hmm. shout out kimberly you're awesome. You're my prop your feet up of the week.
1: Oh, that's sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome.
1: I wonder if the victory couch has ever been someone's prop your feet up moment mm. of the week. If we have been, feel free to share that.
0: Yeah. That would cool be to interesting know. to
1: know. Yeah. Like, yeah, my prop my prop your feet up moment of the week is that I laughed with the victory <laughs> couch or, hosts or, or yeah. thought about something or you helped me with a problem or something. So my prop your feet up moment, um, and I don't want to come across as vain by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, it was a last minute thing. I spoke uh, not too long ago at a private high school, um, a private girls high school, actually, um, you know, on a, on a private campus. And I spoke... Uh, for about 35 minutes and when i was finished i got a standing ovation for high school kids
0: it's a boarding school right to
1: care enough to stand yeah that is a big deal yeah and i'm not saying anything more than just the fact that it happened and it was awesome i went back and watched the video because i I videotape everything, everything yeah and In that moment, you can see my face, and I am extremely humbled and touched by that. Mm. I did not see that coming. Yeah. So that's my prop your feet up. That's cool. If I can connect in a deep way like that. I had a handful of girls. I'm thinking maybe 11 or 12 want to stay after and chat with me about something. And one is a public speaker. And she was like, wow, how do you get 135? I think that's how many girls were there. How, how do you get 135 people to pay attention to you and listen to you? And I was like, wow, that's a really deep question. And so I gave her a couple little exercises she could do and little tips and a couple tricks that I use. And the guidance counselor that was there was like, wow, that was amazing that you took the time to do that. I'm like, well, when else is she going to be around a speaker that, you know, had that kind of knowledge? Yeah. So. Anyway, that's my prop. Yeah, feedback.
0: that's cool. Very brave of her to take the second to ask Very you. Very brave. Yeah, that's we're talking great.
1: about high school kids here. Yeah, yeah, you know, so
0: you know, never underestimate a high school student. I have Absolutely. met some amazing ones out there. Yeah, they're they are brighter and braver, and they they definitely, to me, give hope to the next generation for us for sure.
1: Yeah, they. T- you know, sometimes yeah. young people get a bad rap about being lazy, but there are the winners out there. It's sure. like anything else. Yeah. You know, you have your uh, your go getters, and you have your uh, energy suckers. So, yep. yeah, sure do. And speaking of that, listen: if you have not given us a review, listen, we love our five star reviews, and if you've done that, awesome. Thank you, thank you so much. If you haven't yet, don't forget about that because it definitely helps share the word about the Victory Couch, and uh, it expands, um, you know, our influence out there. Of, of you know what we can do and what we can share and maybe problems we can solve or maybe wisdom you know and if you're still sticking with us you know that we have value whether it's to make you laugh or to make you think let us serve you in that way let us connect with you and just share out there you know what we're doing in your life because guess what you know you help give us that human fuel to continue to propel us to to be here each and every week so it's thursday it's a good day and uh we hope that you have a great weekend
0: Well said, Richard. Well said. Thank you, guys. We will see you next
1: time. Bye, guys. We are Rick and Julie Rando, and you've been listening to the Victory Couch podcast. You can follow the Victory Couch on Instagram, Facebook, and thevictorycouch.com. Count your lessons, your blessings, and your victories. We'll save a seat for you right here next time on the Victory Couch.